Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is what to do when you are angry. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I've got a free video on communication in marriage for you. This video is for you if you've ever felt like you can't get through to your husband or like he never listens to you or if you lose your cool during difficult conversations and maybe you're just tired of fighting. In just 30 minutes, this video will help you lay the foundation for healthy communication in marriage and teach you how to handle difficult conversations so you can feel more connected and like you're on the same team as your husband. So visit the link in the show notes to access it. Also, I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and I hope you'll join us. Okay, let's dive in and talk about what to do when you are angry. I chose to share this episode now because Mother's Day is coming up in just a couple of days. So this story goes back to Mother's Day 2020. It was 9.30 a.m. on Mother's Day 2020, and my husband made the two of us a wonderful breakfast, which I certainly appreciated. But something was missing. The kids. They were still in bed. They're teenagers, you know. So the next thing you know, it's 10 a.m., the time that mass starts at our church. And if it were not 2020 and we were not in quarantine, we would have actually been physically at church at 10 a.m. But since it was 2020, we would be watching it live from home. So 10 a.m. rolls around and no children are in sight. So I watch Mother's Day Mass alone. And that made me sad. So after mass was over, I went upstairs to shower and get ready for the day, feeling sad and and mad. I do want to pause and take responsibility here and point out that I did not share my wishes with my family in advance, nor did they ask me. So I think that we should both like share in some of the responsibility here. What I would have preferred is that they asked me before the day what I might like to do that day, or if they planned something, that they took the initiative, and I felt hurt that they didn't. But although I felt this way, I did not want my emotions to ruin the day. Because when I get set upset like this, two things could happen. One is I might lose my cool and say things harshly. And the other is that I tend to stop talking and go inside my head to try to work things out. And on the outside, that looks like the silent treatment. And it's not appreciated from those that are on the outside of my brain. (laughs) I don't mean for it to be mean, but that's just my way of working things out in my head. So I didn't want to ruin the day with either of those two things. And so I decided to take responsibility for my feelings and the situation and to decide what it was that I might like to do with my day. To actually pause and think about that. Okay, not going the way I want. What do I want to do? How do I want to experience this day? So I decided to start my day by taking a luxurious amount of time to shower and get ready. Like usually it's so hurried, right? I'm like, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to go slow. 
And I wanted the time to be peaceful. So I said a lot of prayers and even a rosary during that time. I was just trying to put my mind and my heart in the right place so that I could be the best version of myself when I walked out of that bathroom. Well, suddenly my husband is knocking on the bathroom door, telling me that the kids are waiting for me downstairs. What is taking me so long? It's shortly before noon at this point. (laughs) So I try to gently say, okay, I'll be down soon. But he wouldn't let it be. He pushed my buttons with his tone of voice, which I felt was insinuating that I was keeping my children waiting. Those same children who did not get up until almost noon on Mother's Day. So I told him I just needed some time alone, hoping that he would honor that and like, you know, walk away before I lose it. I was trying to manage my emotions, but then he asked the dreaded question, what is wrong? And it wasn't the caring what is wrong question. It was more like, what is your problem? Like there shouldn't be anything wrong. You know what I mean? And I mean, really, he had no idea what was going on in my head, right? So I didn't want to lose my cool. So I just took a deep breath, kind of gave him a little half smile. And I said, I will be down soon. And then I continued to pray for God to give me the grace to handle my emotions without ruining the day. And that's kind of where the magic of this story happens. And what I really want to share with you today, because where I was at was feeling sad and mad and sorry for myself because I was not having the mother's day I wanted to have. I did not feel loved or cared about because my people were not doing it the way I thought they should. In fact, it looked like they were doing a lot of nothing. But I know that if I lose my cool and my emotions go unchecked, I'm going to act like a jerk and it's only going to make the day worse. So how do I honor myself and my emotions and my disappointment? Because all of that is valid, right? How do I honor that? without hurting other people or making the day worse. So what I did on that day was a lot of prayer and breathing and mind work. I took my time in coming downstairs and then I suggested a game of dominoes because the weather was horrible. (laughs) And that actually turned out to be a brilliant suggestion because it was just kind of a distraction and an easy way for us to kind of be busy and play a game and just allowed me to gently work up to having conversation and and loosening up a little bit. And so that was really good. And then a little bit after that, I took a nap and did some journaling, you know, to try to get some frustrations out. You guys know I always recommend journaling, but I was still just not really feeling great about it. You know, I still felt sad and disappointed, but luckily I had a coaching appointment the next day. So that was a blessing and it was definitely one of the most helpful coaching appointments that I have ever had because what I told my coach is I don't want to be mad about this anymore. I just want to move on. Like just, I just don't want to be mad because it causes problems, right? When I'm mad, then I, you know, react and then other people react and it's just a big, ugly mess. And she said, what if it's okay to be mad about this? And I was like, oh, well, that's a concept. I mean, I guess I thought being mad was bad because it causes me to act out in ways that are not really loving. And that's what I'm trying to avoid. She taught me how to do that in our session. And it was such an amazing gift. 
And I learned that I was definitely on the right path with prayer and managing my mind, but there was the emotional component that she helped me with that I was overlooking. She said, what if you could allow your emotion of anger without anyone knowing? What if you could go through your entire day cooking and cleaning and interacting with your family and nobody knew you were mad? And I'm like, sign me up. How do you do that? Because like, that's what I'm afraid of is, you know, letting my emotions just get all messy all over the place. And so she showed me that we can do this by processing the emotion, like instead of like stuffing it or denying it, which is what a lot of us do with emotions that we don't want to feel or we don't want to experience the mess of. But she showed me how to process it. And she led me through a process of feeling the emotion of the anger in my body and allowing it, just noticing it and allowing it to be there. That might sound scary, but it was actually very peaceful. And after doing this with her, I felt some of the anger literally leave my body. It was so amazing. This brought me tears of joy because I felt like it was a way for me to honor myself and my emotions without hurting those around me. And this is where like, I have this little problem where sometimes I want to like nip it in the bud and talk about things right away when those emotions are high and just doesn't bring a good result. And so this process of processing the emotion and just allowing it to be just felt so right for me. Like I can experience this and then wait to handle the situation until I'm in a good headspace to do it. And that's really important to me. And so she just gave me some, some guidance to like, once you kind of process the emotion and just notice it and feel it just to kind of check in with myself throughout the day. And that just felt so loving with, to me, like, wow, check in with myself throughout the day. How are you doing? How are you feeling? And just that freedom I felt from knowing that I can be angry and I can experience anger without taking it out on other people. So she also said, then after you process the emotion, you can ask yourself how you want to feel about the situation. And I think this is important because I said, I don't want to be mad, right? So first you got to experience the mad, right? You got to experience the emotion. You got to experience the mad. And then how do you want to feel? How do you want to show up? My answer to that was easy. I want to show up as a grace filled woman peaceful, loving, caring, understanding, having a good relationship with my family. You know, as you know me, that is more important to me than anything else in the world. And so I don't want to let my emotions go unchecked, if possible, (laughs) and bring chaos into my home. And she reiterated the importance of this process in this work. She said, you can't love them until you love yourself. And that is so true. Because the little habit that I have of like stuffing the anger or even like letting it erupt, neither one of those works. Neither one of them is acknowledging me for the emotions I'm having and the thoughts and the feelings and allowing myself to process them and have them and accept them and then go about handling the situation. Easier said than done, my friends, right? I know. And it takes intention and it takes work. 
but I'm just so grateful for all of the mentors that I've had in my life who have helped me do this work because it has made me, allowed me to show up in the world and especially in my family as the woman I want to be. And I'm here for you too. If you need help growing into that next version of the woman that you want to be, reigning in your emotions so you're not taking them out on your family, I'm here for you. And so let me know if you have any specific questions about this. I know it might seem daunting. And if you would like to work on this with a coach, reach out to me for a complimentary consultation where you will get to experience what it's like to have the full attention of an experienced life coach listening to you in a non-judgmental, compassionate setting, honoring you, hearing you. It's a beautiful thing. We'll take a look at where you are in your life, what's going on, where you want to be, and then we'll talk about a plan to get you there. Just this conversation alone will give you relief from the challenges that you are currently facing. All right, that's it for this week. Remember to download my free marriage communication masterclass and don't forget to join the Life Design community on Facebook. And hey, if you love this podcast, would you mind going on iTunes and giving me a review to help let other women know that this would be a podcast that could help them too. Thank you so much. I'll see you next time.